and welcome to the Shungite Radio Show. Shungite Reality, that's what we call it now. And it is September 21st, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon. I'm not sure where Mark is, but he's definitely not on this call right now. Good morning, everyone. And he'll join us, I'm sure, at some point. I'm hoping, I, I, because I'm hoping he doesn't have a problem with his computer or something, or that he's not feeling well. I always get a little yeah. concerned about people's health, so, because he's always here. But anyway, so welcome to another installment of Shungite Reality. Um, okay, so let's just start with Yasmin. Well, he, let's make let's put Yasmin off. Hi, Yasmin, I know you're out there in chat. I was I got a little lost this morning looking at your post on the the uh, eagle. So we'll we'll hope that Mark comes in because he's probably got some insight too, and uh, we'll hope there. So um, let's go to zeolite <laughs> because we had somebody on the comments in the archives. And everybody remember we got archives about all our shows um, and podcasts. And get through just hit, click on the uh, get, hit the tab. Let put the Put your cursor on the tab radio. It drops down. You'll see archives. You click on that, and you can see all the week's uh, shows that we've done. You just click on the whatever week you want, and boom, you're in there. Now, um, so last week we had, uh, I mean, what am I talking about? Yes, I think it was last week's uh, archives. Somebody posted a comment, and I don't remember talking about zeolite last time, but it might have been another one because I wasn't sure which week it was. I didn't look. Um, on zeolite. And the question was something to the effect that zeolite's a mineral, so how can it take metals out of the body? And I asked Derek about that, and he was like, oh, well, and then I said, well, let's just talk about it today. So we're going to talk about it. Go for it, Derek. Zeolite. How did? Why does it work? Oh, sure. No, we can chat about it. And I'm I'm no expert, of course. Um, but yeah, no, we'll talk about it. zeolite. Of course, is a um, a clay. So it comes in clay form. It's an alkaline mineral, is what it is. Um, so it's a a very porous mineral, and it holds a negative charge. So one one use for zeolite, and what we're saying when we say zeolite, for those that don't know, it's um, it's z e o l i t e, and it comes in different forms. The only form I've used, Nancy, and the only one I like, um, and everybody do their own research. Get online, get onto a search engine, and, and type it in and see what comes up, and then read it. And that doesn't mean believe everything you see, but you know, do your due diligence. But I do use the powdered form of zeolite clay. Um, for detoxing. So for those that are aware of um, bentonite clay, because that's a more commonly known one, and again, it's just a clay. You buy a little tub or bucket of it. comes with a little plastic scoop. Dump that scoop of clay into some water, hopefully in a glass container, of course, because you're, you're usually using these um, clays and minerals for detoxing metals and toxins and things like that. So, of course, when you're prepping them, shaking them in that, that uh, water and distilled water is best. It just, and it's, it's a tough comment because depending on everybody's water, of course, we're all in different areas and there's different metals and toxins and fluorides and chlorines and stuff in our various water systems and supplies that each person is going to vary. Um, so I'd usually recommend if you can, you know, a um, uh, distilled water or something like that, but you don't have to, you can use normal tap water. 
And if there's bad stuff in your water, the clay, yep, is going to grab onto that as well, <clears throat> which is also good because it'll help keep some of the bad stuff. And I'm just being kind of vague here because there's all kinds of things that I'm, I'm grouping into the word stuff in our water, but it will take that out. And the reason I mentioned bentonite clay was because that's a another detox clay that is not a nano-sized particulate. So it does not pass the blood-brain barrier like zeolite does. So bentonite, you can drink it. Again, clay, mix it. Yep, it tastes just like dirt because that's kind of what it is. Ends up in your tummy and digestive tract and intestines and gets everywhere and due to its negative charge and then the positive charge on uh, toxins and free radicals and, and various things in you, it'll grab onto that clay and you'll pass it out in your digestive tract. And that's what we're talking about with bentonite clay. But now the so zeal. we're talking we're talking about um, the the negative charge in the clay attracts the positive charge on toxins, the metals. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so they're attracted. Boom! They get attached, and the and the zeolite or the other clay just holds it and passes it out in your, you know. <laughs> about your body. Uh, yeah. So it doesn't, you know, I mean, to me, that's what I understood it was doing, but um, I guess if you're not familiar with electronics and electrics and how molecules come together, it can be kind of baffling. But it's just, an, it's a very scientific thing. A negative charge or a positive charge, they attract each other. If they were the same thing, they would repel. It's just the nature of it. So all it's doing is it's charge. It's the charge of the electrons in the molecules themselves just attract the opposite. So that's all it is. Very simple. And I, I have to say that one of the things that um, people mentioned when we first were discussing this quite a few months ago was that uh, the bags under their eyes had cleared up. And I have to say that that's true with me, too. I mean, I can, you know, they're not perfect, but boy, I tell you, they're a lot different than that. And I, I was told that that the puffiness that you get under your eyes um, is some kind of a buildup of toxicity. Are you familiar with that? Nope, I don't know anything about that. As far you're as old, you're not old enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm getting there, so I should probably start researching it. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's, a lot of times you take these things, you might feel better, you might think you're better, but you don't have anything really to latch on to. But when I look in the mirror and my eyes are looking better every, you know, I mean, right now I don't see much change because it's pr they're pretty good, you know. So I just wanted to point that out, that to me that was one of those, oh, look at that, they're right. Because <laughs> I don't look at myself in the mirror very often. <laughs> it's kind of scary. I see my grandmother in me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't spend a lot of time in front of the mirror myself either. I don't exactly have a bunch of hair to style or anything. <laughs> no. um, Mark is, so everyone also, Mark is with us now, so welcome, Mark. Um, and what, So we're just, just now chatting into, uh, or getting into a chat regarding zeolite clay. Um, and then what I was going to add on to the zeolite clay, Nancy, was um, it's also porous, so... It has a bunch of pores in it, you know, holes or, or concave places on it, which also, as the negative um, charge, you know, draws those heavy metals, toxins, radiation, and pesticides, all that not-so-good stuff 
towards the clay. It kind of captures them in the little pores and then exactly that you pass it out. Um, but the beauty of zeolite clay, um, different from bentonite clay again, is zeolite clay. And you can get it, zeolite, in different, um, uh, oh, geez, I'm sure there's a real technical term that I have no idea about right now. But either way, different, um, wow, I, I'm really blanking out on this one, uh, particulate size. And again, there's another term for that, but I get it three times activated, which means, long story short, it's been pulverized. They kind of beat it up and break it down in the smallest particles possible because you want it on the nanoscale size so that when you drink zeolite clay, it, again, gets out of your digestive tract, which is where bentonite clay stays and works well and does a good job. But zeolite clay will pass what's called the blood-brain barrier and get into your um, bloodstream and get into all your, your glandular system, which is a great idea, by the way. That's where much not only is your glandular system uh, one of your connections to the metaphysical as well as your gut, so your glands throughout your body um, and lymph nodes and things like that, but your gut. So zeolite clay gets all of those, we'll call them metaphysical connections because it's in your gut, and it passes the blood-brain barrier to get into your, your different glands and organs to pull those toxins and heavy metals out. So your vehicle, your body runs better, and now you can connect and use it better, meaning if you're metaphysically minded, perceive more. Because those are some of the, um, well, well, I'll just call them all sensory organs. I know they're not, but yes, they are when you look at it from the metaphysical perspective. So your glands are sensory organs once you, you perceive them the right way. So it's a good idea to, um, or from my perspective, um, I occasionally do, uh, again, a zeolite detox, and you can buy it. Yes, you can buy it on Amazon and other places. Try and, you know, support someone local if you can. Um, I know that can be difficult. Um, but every, every couple few months depends on your environment. And Nancy, you mentioned electronics a moment ago. Um, often, and I don't know that we've ever talked about it on this show, but it's going to sound odd. But even when you turn on your computer, like I'm sitting right here at my desk on this system, and I turn on the computer, it's under the desk somewhere, as that energy, electrons, heat moves through that circuitry, the hard drive, this, that, and the other, little metal particles are sloughing off, not just your computer, but other electronics. So we don't think about that because often we think, well, there's no vapor, there's no fumes. All that went away in the manufacturing process of not just computers, TVs, other electronics. That's not the case. There is often uh, various metals and almost none of them, unless they're pure silver, are good for you to be um, ingested or, or taken inside of your body or vehicle. So it's something to be aware of. So even if you know you're, you think you're in the safest environment, I don't, I don't live where any manufacturing is or anything like that. Well, you have electronics. There is stuff that comes off. So I'm not saying go into fear to hold your breath around your computer and I'm just making fun of it. But be aware that there are these metals and toxins in our air and environment from things such as electronics including everything else from pesticides to chemtrails to, you know, who knows what. So most of us, in fact, it's almost, I don't know, 90 plus percent of the time when I do the medical intuitive thing, I'm seeing the, the energies slowed or at least affected by the heavy metals and toxins in people's um, systems, bodies, glands, whatever. So that's why we're, that's one of the reasons we're talking about zeolite clay um, and Mark, anytime if you have something you want to add in, I have no idea if, um, how familiar you are with zeolite clay. 
Uh, but we at Nancy and I had talked um, yesterday about this and a couple other topics, which is why we're getting into it. And I'm not just saying that for Mark, but for everybody listening as well, because you think Shungite reality. Well, Shungite's about energy and expanding, becoming more. So it behooves us to think and talk about things like this, about detoxing. Um, and then Nancy, I don't know what else we got into specific. Oh, I can go a little bit more, <clears throat> excuse me, on the mineral aspect, because that's actually what brought us around to this yesterday. Um, so here at Mystical Wares, and I don't know, we had some online, so you can check our online store. I don't really know right now, but you can get it other places. But the actual mineral form of zeolites in a, um, and there's apothalites, there's steel bites, there's different forms or, I don't know, recipes of that mineral combined that, that are often bought in rock and gem and crystal stores like ours here that we sell. So we actually sell it in raw form as well. So what I'm saying is, yes, you can buy a form of zeolite. Um, and again, it comes in different types. So do your research on that from apothalites and different ones. But detoxing minerals. And by the way, you can detox etherically. So what I'm saying is, yes, you can. And actually, you don't even have to have one of these crystals. You can have that jar or container of already micronized, I think it's called, and pulverized zeolite clay in your bedroom if it's if you can't find the, the fancy crystal store around you um, or find some online of the raw uh, minerals. But you can put it on, a, a good idea would be your nightstand. So at nighttime, you're there about a third of your life and in your, you're recharging your aura at that time, your energy body. So it would be a, a good idea, at least from time to time. And again, we're not talking ingesting it at this point. We're, that was earlier. We're talking about just having a chunk, a rock of zeolite or mineral in your in energy environment while you're sleeping. And it can be while you're awake, of course. So, you know, set piece. And they come in different crystal forms. Sometimes, like um, Nancy Mark, they come in. Um, we have a couple pieces we get. I don't remember the country we got them from. But like little orange and pink cube I'm saying cube, like C-U-B-E, like pyrite grows, um, which is a mineral as well. Toxic, I'm not comparing the two, but pyrite often comes in little squares or cubes. They look like little dice. And often these same zeolite um, types of minerals will grow that way. So you can find, you know, attractive, visually attractive pieces with pretty little crystals in them that you can sit around. Um, and again, having those type of things in your environment at night is your energy body, because that's what you are. You're an energy being or entity of course having a physical experience but you are not contained inside of your physical body part of you is you extend a whole heck of a lot past it a lot further than most people think by the way as far as you know what we call aura chi prana your energy body that's you as well and when i perceive others a little add-on here if i have a, a client in front of me or something i'm doing a session and i i turn on the the medical intuitive aspect and start perceiving that way all of a sudden the average person i would say gets about four times their size so i start perceiving them not with my and i know this is kind of going off skew here but there's a reason for that um i'm perceiving them i see the physical body and then boom i can turn on and then i perceive them with my third eye and i see their larger energy body their aura and they take up most of the couch and i don't tell people that because i you know they kind of probably take that as rude um but i'm just having fun with it but you are much more than your body so what i'm saying is when you're laying in bed at night your energy body is extending throughout that room and into that little zeolite um, crystal structure that, if you choose to do it, is on your nightstand. So you'll detox energetically on lots of ways as well. 
um, by removing those frequencies because not just crystalline structures are programmable, so is metal toxins. These are in your body. So choosing, literally it's your choice and thought to have that zeolite around you at night in your area and then going to bed and just having the thought, I'm, I'm being literal again, just thinking, oh, I'm being detoxed. That's it. And there's not a big mantra you have to do. Uh, lately, I've been making fun of things like saying you don't have to strike this yoga pose to make it have an effect. Um, you just do it, have it there, and know it, and it will help you detox, even internally. It'll affect those particles in you, um, and then you'll be able to remove them more more efficiently yourself just by passing them out normal um, through bathroom breaks and whatnot. So that's one suggestion. And then Nancy and Mark, uh, did you need me to elaborate on any of those aspects? But it was more so about getting the visualization across to people that, yeah, you can detox internally with the clays. And by the way, an add-on is the clays are, I don't know, maybe they're about a pint or two pints in volume if we're talking. And I know that's a liquid measuring. Um, so I don't know what you would, okay, a pound, I guess they'd sell it by the pound in a little container with a scoop. And that's about a month's supply if you take, um, take it for about, again, a month. So one scoop worth in a, a glass jar or container. And to bring it back around, again, not a metal water bottle, watch things like that, because the whole point is to detox metals, toxins, free radicals, the bad stuff. So you don't want to, even the smallest amount, to, to have it in your preparation process. So don't stir it with a metal spoon. Um, if you're, if, I would suggest you shake it, actually put the clay in a, a water bottle that you go buy and it's made of glass, not plastic even, and then shake the heck out of it. Uh, and then do that. And then it's not something you have to do all the time. And, oh, I need to do an add-on. Um, be very cognizant of when you take the zeolite uh, clay because you don't want to take it. I would, I'm going to suggest a couple hours buffer on either side of you taking that. So watch your prescriptions, your vitamins, your minerals, your, your food, because if let's say you sit down and have that, that, that meal and or take your supplements or whatever, and then shoot down that zeolite clay. Well, it doesn't differentiate between the good stuff and the bad stuff that's positively charged. So you don't want to have the good stuff, your vitamins and minerals, because they all have varying degrees of charge to them um, to grab it. So find that pocket in your day or night where you've already eaten, taken whatever you need to take. Um, and then you've, you know, for the most part, moved that through your system. And then you can kind of chase it with that zeolite clay. Um, so that's a better idea. So you don't, again, pull your prescriptions out or, or vitamin supplements you're taking. Well, I, I'm going to see, we know it's been proven by the water in the uh, area of the Shungite field that Shungite takes out heavy metals in the water. That's just there's many, 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 many scientific uh, papers that are saying that. Um, so why do we need the zeolite if we've got the Shungite doing essentially the same thing in our body? No, shungite's not in most people's body. I understand there are ways you can get it in shungite honey and different things, but it's working energetically um, to do that. So it's not—it's not necessarily grabbing them. So oh, I understand. Like, I understand that totally. Yeah. I mean, the the shungite field is causing the molecules to break down into atoms. That's that's how the toxicity, if it, if, and it has to do with the rotation. If, if something is toxic, it's because it's rotating in the wrong direction, essentially. 
and the shungite forces that rotation to reverse and in doing so the molecular cohesion of the molecule is lost and you've got atoms and I'm just I, I mean I can probably give you a reason for it but I'm wondering what you think because even though I've got more shungite around me and drink shungite water and have done it probably for longer than most people and everything you know I still felt and that's why initially I was like oh that's a good idea but I'm thinking it's a good idea for people that don't know, need sh don't know shungite but then um, you kept harping on it, so I, well, let me try it. And I definitely felt a difference. So my question to you is, uh, well, let me put it to you this way. Uh, my belief is that, just like I say, that the, the Shungite will get rid of this stuff. But as you pointed out to me, <laughs> you know, we are taking in metals that we don't even understand we're taking in metals. It's like if you those bags of snacks every single one of them is coated in a metal what well, i don't even know what kind of metal it is but it's it's got you know silver in it it's, it's like a metal coating you know and you know more about that to protect the food preserve the food so you know it's all over us i mean every time i i look at these snack things i'm going like because you don't know before you open the thing you know the container and it's like Oh my God, here this stuff is again. It's in the dog food, the cat food. I mean, it's like crazy ass. So, I mean, are we just being overwhelmed by this stuff? Oh yeah, and you're talking about different forms of what's called mylar. Um, mylar, actually, yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, for food preparation. So I used to, uh, sometimes in the military, sometimes different reasons, but you can prep food for storage if you need to save it for till the next season or whatever you're doing. Uh, but that's one thing you would do is so an example of the mylar, the metals, or the foil-lined wrappers we're talking about, that's, it's really um, tightly knit together. It's not knit, of course, but, you know, so that the oxygen molecules don't pass back and forth. That's why often mylar is put in, say, a five-gallon bucket, drop your beans and rice or whatever the heck you want to store in there uncooked, and then throw in an oxygen absorber, the little packets that you see in a lot of your foods that say, do not eat, poisonous, you know, keep those away from your animals, by the way, everyone. Um, because those, are, I'm probably, you know, stating the obvious here, um, but they are drawn to the little oxygen absorbing packets. I'm talking about your cats and dogs and other critters. So don't just throw them wherever, you know, not that anybody is, but just make darn sure they go in the trash and or your animals don't get them. Uh, because those little absorbers are what you'd throw in that same bucket with the mylar to, to grab whatever um, leftover after you've kind of removed the air, most of the air from the bag that you're sealing be it chips or your storage thing at home. Um, and that's, that's why they're used that way. But yeah, it's a it's types of metal that, that don't let oxygen pass back and forth as easily. And usually they'll fill that stuff up with, uh, Oh geez, I don't remember the gas now. I'm kind of blinking out on that different gases, but they keep oxygen, of course, um, oxidizes things. And is it nitrogen? Yeah. Nitrogen. Um, yeah, I was, I was saying carbon dioxide. I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, they're not exhaling into a bag. So um, we can go wherever you want on any of this, but the zeolite, I think we got enough out we were talking about. The zeolite, let me get back to a little bit um, about the, the crystal form or the, the actual physical form you can have on your nightstand I was talking about. So again, you can have that and hold it. We have people here in Mystical Wares that, that will come in and they'll say, I'm just drawn to these. And they're not the most, air quotes here, attractive crystal. We have lots of pretty crystals um, that, that bedazzle one way or another and are visually um, appealing. 
zeolites aren't aren't most people tend to say no but yet they're drawn to them and so everybody listening here already knows where i'm going with this one there's a reason they're drawn it's an energy draw um so people walk in and just literally grab a little chunk and give you an idea most of these crystals are <clears throat> excuse me um i don't know the size of a plum or an apple at best so you can grab it and hold it in your hand and they usually have other minerals around them so it's kind of like a rock with some of these crystals in it typically but not always so what i'm saying is they'll come in the store and not know why they're picking up one of the you know not so attractive crystals but they're just led to it and so i've come up on this many times and if i you know have the time and i'm walking by i'll, I'll glance at them and kind of say oh well by the way you you know, you're, you need to detox. There's a reason you're led to that. And they'll usually turn around and say, I was wondering why. I just keep getting led back to it. I'm like, you know, often it's, I'll just go woohoo here now. Their guides, <clears throat> excuse me, are just pushing them to go there and just to stand around the stuff. So they get detoxed energetically. Because long story short, they'll just feel better being around it. Um, or hopefully nudge them enough to where they maybe get that piece, if not from us, then somewhere else. Because it will help you detox. Just like Shungite, when you mentioned Nancy internally, um, it moves energy and then you heal yourself. Where zeolite has those pores, it's a little sponge. Think of it that way. A sponge that draws stuff towards it and then it grabs on and then you pass those particles out. So it'll work that way, but it'll also work energetically on those frequencies. So those same metals and toxins and um, radiation particles, rad particles that are in your body, they have an energy, a frequency, an aura you can think of it as on them. Get that in that stronger energy of the zeolite, and you'll have an effect on them energetically as well. Kind of think neutralizing them. And you can even hold these things, zeolite clay still, and or another add-on here for those that are listening, gaspiite. <clears throat> it's a little green stone it's a form of copper found in two places on the planet, just north of us in Canada, and then I think Australia. And it's a little, really pretty green stone. You don't have to have a real large size because we're talking frequency. It's not something you're eating. And, you, and this ties into zeolite. So here in my office, I have a piece. You can hold G-A-S-P-E-T-I-T-E, -E, maybe something close to that, gaspiite, I'm saying. So if somebody can maybe you know, search that or something, you'll see images. But it's a green um, uh, copper, and you hold that near your tummy externally, meaning just hold that sucker, put it down near your tummy, and all of a sudden, your digestive tract is going to start moving. It, I mean, instantaneously, physically, not just energetically. It moves, and hence the name, of course, gaspiite, intense, um, and it works phenomenally. Same with zeolite. You can hold it, and it will have an effect around Just like shungite. Nobody said you had to grab a big old piece of shungai and throw it down the hatch. No, you hold that thing. You wear it as a pendant. Where's the bracelet? Tuck it in your pocket. So these devices or minerals, free, and our frequency devices, work externally as well. And then I'll go a little more full woohoo here. By the way, we're all connected, and everybody listening knows that. So imagine if you had a piece of zeolite in your hand and uh, a relative in Florida, and I just always go to the opposite extreme. Um, it's not new to you, Nancy. Um, in Florida, um, that needs to detox. Well, then that's quantum entanglement, you know, remote uh, astral projection, call it whatever you want. But you're entering that energy into that field, and it'll have an effect that way as well. So there's lots of ways of, of using these energy detox and or straight up metal detox minerals, um, be it zeolite or bentonite or 
do not consume gaspiites. Um, again, it's copper. It's a non-biocompatible uh, copper, so it's not good for you to eat. Um, so I don't know if you have any questions on any of that, uh, Mark and Nancy. I know I kind of rambled for a while. No, I'm good. Hi, Mark. How are you? Hey, Nancy. Hey, Derek. Um, yeah, my alarm didn't go off so <laughs> on time, so that's why I came in late. But, yeah, thanks for having me again. And um, so what, what about, like, mixing um, shungite powder with it and then using it or even the S4? Uh, I know we've cautioned people on um, not ingesting, you know, shungite, the, the powder or, or what have you so much, but... Um, or even not even mixing it, but just having it next to it so that it could uh, purify it more. Is that, is that even possible? Oh, that's that's a good question. I wouldn't blend it probably, especially like the S4 powders. That so for those that are maybe for some listeners, it's a shungite S4 so or cosmic silver shungite pendants nuggets. When we're talking about stuff like that, we're talking about silver, the actual metal silver particles blended with shungite powder. So, and there is a metal, and I don't know the exact charge of silver. So, long story short, I would not blend the two that way. Um, and, you know, I'm only talking about myself. I'm not giving any suggestions or ideas online, or, and I'm not a doctor, and I don't play one on TV, but I consume shungite honey energetically. So, because uh, I know some people have asked that, and I'll just kind of leave that statement out there for what it's worth. Uh, and I have no problem with it whatsoever, um, and have for several years. So, there are ways of doing things. Um, again, we have to watch that line. We we walked during these podcasts. So, um, but no, I probably would not blend the two, but using them on the energy level around each other might not be a bad idea. So, uh, of course, I'm not, so that means having that apothelite, uh, again, apothelite's one form of a zeolite. Um, it's maybe a different color of the crystal, but having that in your on your nightstand, well, that doesn't mean you gotta take the shungite out of your room. I know you weren't saying that, Mark, at all, because we were talking about consuming, but I'm saying energetically, no, keep I keep both devices. Because I see his devices um, in in my energy environment while you're resetting. Because of course, that third about a third of your lifetime, you're sleeping in your bedroom, you're recharging yourself. Um, so it's, it's a good idea to energetically be in the right environment too, and then be cognizant of. I know different topic here, kind of your outlet behind your bed because we're talking about sleeping. So often in our bedrooms, you know, good luck finding a wall that does not have a power outlet on it of some sort. Um, and often they're about the right height. So if your bed is shoved up against it, you're laying, because there's electrons. Um, still talking about the power outlets in your rooms, bedrooms, wherever. They're shooting out electrons at least six feet from every one of those outlets. And you can buy a $20 EMF device online, and I've got them, and I've done all this. And start turn it on, walk toward it, and see where it starts screaming at you. And you're going to, well, then that means those energies, those energy particles in this form their electrons because we're using them for power um are shooting out of there so it would be something to think about well you can either get and we sell them or make your own child safety plugs those little plastic plugs you can put shungite paint on or something but even a better idea plug something into the outlet a lamp an alarm clock something so the energy electrons have a place to go and they'll kind of cycle through the wiring and not just kind of spew out in your sleeping environment because you don't want to um you know have to detox energetically or in the other way, your environment more so than necessary. So knowing about things like this, 
are, are beneficial. And just like Nancy and I and Mark have talked about before, make sure your bed's not on the opposite wall of your, your fuse panel or your meter that's outside the house or either one of them. Um, and then move it to a different wall if need be. But just something to think about, those electrons. So, and I know that's completely different than what you were asking, Mark, as far as blending them. But back to that, I would probably not blend them internally. But, uh, you know, physically, that's fine. I, I want to add something to that. I've taken um, shungite uh, stickers. And because you don't need very much, <clears throat> you can cut the stickers. <clears throat> Just make sure you get, you know, half of the middle of it because that's where the shungite is. And stick them on the, on the, the outlet itself, on the pan, whatever that thing is. The jerk. You know what I'm talking about. The thing you put over the outlet. <clears throat> If you've got something plugged into it that has got a sticker on it, well, you don't have to do that because it's following, you know, it's just following the line and it's going through the sticker. But the reason that I do that is because of that phenomena of the wave coming off, I mean, the electrons coming out of the, the socket itself. And if you take and you put the shungite there, then you've got the same electric energy force coming out but it's going through the shungite field. So that by the time you get hit with this field, it's a shungite field. It's being propelled by electricity, but now it's a shungite field. So it's radiating the shungite into the environment. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like putting a shungite filter on there. You can definitely do that. You can even trim down the the uh, various types of stickers. We have S4, Bucky, Smart stickers. They all have shungite and silver in them now. Um and there's a little more behind the recipes beyond that. But regardless, any of those stickers, yeah, you can. You don't have to trim them, but you can trim them, put them on a, again, that little plastic safety plug for kids so they don't put their fingers in there or other objects, um, and just put it right over that or buy or make your own shungite paint. And we have that available where you, it's like, think a little um, fingernail polish container jar of it. And it's like, I don't know what it is. Small amount. It doesn't take much. You just need a drop, and then you can get your little safety plugs, put a drop on there, and then plug those in. Um, so, yeah, no, I agree with Nancy. Get get that shungai in that environment however you can, um, and then it's, it's going to be a whole lot more beneficial for you. Okay. Mark, you got anything that, on this subject? No, um, not yet. I, I should definitely do a cleanse, though. Um, I think it also make a good present for people, you know, because we got a bunch of the holidays coming up. So, um, kind of a routine thing of of like in January or after the holidays, people start to get back to um, what do you call it, exercise and detox and stuff. So, you know, make a great um, holiday gift, or even Halloween. I don't know if, it, if there's any fall uses, fall season uses for that. That's a great question. Yeah, I'm sitting here trying to think, too. There's different ways. I'll have to keep that in mind and think about different uses and, and things to do with it. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I would even, if you have a, I mean, I know it's going to sound odd, I would even toss a shungite nugget in the bottom of a bowl of can't. Everything is energy in this universe. That is just straight-up fact, okay? So coming from that understanding, well, you can have an effect on everything. So as long as you understand that shungite's a positive, beneficial, and a biocompatible energy, and it moves energy, well, then I would put it everywhere and anywhere from your your horse's water trough to your garden. And we've talked about all this stuff before. 
to your, again, in your bedroom, your bathtub. Drop some Shanghai nuggets in your bathtub. You just did what they call homeopathy, made your whole bathtub living, loving water. Hey, that might be a good idea. And then do your metaphysical or woohoo work while you're in that environment because you just structured that water. And it's instantaneous, by the way, um, when you do that. So toss your nuggets in there, structure your water, get happy, and then do your manifesting while you're in that environment. And then a little add-on boost might be to add some pink Himalayan salt, or dead sea salt, or Epsom salt, or something like that, not Morton's, um, to your bath, and that moves the physical energies, the electrons, so you have a high electron exchange around your body and aura at that moment, so it's kind of like you're stretching your etheric muscles before you try and manifest. Sounds like a good idea to me, and I've done it, by the way, so I'm just kind of having fun with it, um, but it's, it's again, it's, I like to term it as, it's not, if you want to become more metaphysical, because 90% of you is invisible it's energetic and emotions it's your imagination and 10 percent physical it's a whole heck of a lot more fun playing in the 90 percent everyone and one way to do that is doing things like those salt baths salt and shungite baths if you can and then do those imaginary real when i say imaginary of course i mean real 90 percent detox so you know the zeal i claim is for that 10 percent physical shungite is for the 90 percent non-physical so doing the both combined is a great idea and then there's other ways from uh spirulinas and uh different plant-based ones that will detox as well um but just again having that understanding that you're 90 percent etheric or invisible or energy again call it whatever you want well then that matters you need to detox that part as well and often that that doesn't happen completely by just hugging that tree and I'm, I'm not making fun of that because, yes, hug every tree you see, please. You'll ground, you'll earth, you'll, you'll generate more loving energy, and, yeah, you'll even benefit the tree and the environment. So all good, but often it takes more, um, more levels of grounding, earthing, detoxing energetically for us to even out so we can start again playing in that 90% of the metaphysical, meaning turn it on your clairs, your clairvoyance, your remote sentience, your 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 intuitions, your gut instincts, call it what you want, but that's how all that stuff heightens. When you remove all the excess stuff, we'll just call it your windshield in your vehicle or car, well, turn on your windshield wipers, clean all that crap off, and then you're going to have a whole lot larger or um, more inclusive experience in this reality. You'll have a lot more fun. you feel those energies. Then the subtle energies turn on too. So when you do things like this, those things, well, you know, I've been just fine in this life. I haven't needed this yet. Well, again, if you want to get more into that 90% detox. And then all of a sudden the subtle energies, the shivers, the goosebumps, the weird whooshes around your body will heighten. And by the way, that's a good thing. Cause as I term it, that's your etheric sign language. That's your, your spider senses. That's when you're going to pick up on something else is going on. And that can be just a guide around you trying to get your attention or a past loved one. Either way, get the earmuffs off. I know I keep jumping around these analogies, so you can perceive more and maybe communicate or, or get that, that subtle intuitive input so that you take a left instead of a right or whatever. But that's how you expand and become more. Um, so that's why we're talking about detoxing and zeolite and bentonite and shungite and all these different things. Um, because it does matter. And it's all connected because it's all energy. Uh, so we can go anywhere you want, Nancy or Mark. Well, um, I... Let me see. What do we got? Oh, we were talking about the wobbly frequencies. 
You remember this story? Yeah. <clears throat> um, that, yeah. Uh, and we'll, you'll probably you yank me back around on that one because it'll lead all over the place. But when we're talking, what she said was wobbly frequencies um, and kind of how Nancy and I, because we have a lot of chats, of course, you know, offline, you can call it. So private chats where we get in these topics and we'll usually catch ourselves usually a little too late in the conversation to say, wait a minute, that'd be good for the show. Stop and let's talk about it there. Um, so this is one of those things. So we're going to kind of be all over the place. But we were talking about, um, when we were talking bodily frequency, Nancy, I think I'm trying to figure out how we got into that conversation. Yeah, what I was saying was that, okay, the, the only, I'm sure that there's other things in my body that might not be perfect. I am an old fart after all. But my teeth, you know, the gums. And I can get into a mindset where I say healthy gums and boom, I can feel my gums are healthy and I can maintain that for a while. But then all of a sudden I'll go like, crap, they're not anymore. What went wrong? And so I said, it's all because I had the conversation with somebody else was essentially having the same thing. Well, you can make an effect, but then all of a sudden you default back to, to the non place you want to be. And, what makes that difference? And to me, it's almost like a wobbly frequency in that it's a, it's a frequency. It's a way that you're focusing. It's a way that you're manifesting in the 3D. I can see it. I've, I've seen it done in amazing ways. You know. But what, what causes us to fail or lose it? And the only way I can explain it to myself is that it's like I, I, when the healing happens and instantaneously, all of a sudden, you know, it's like you just, your whole mouth feels different. And you're going like, okay, so I got it. I've got it, you know. And it's so fast that you go, you know, like a lot of times I'll use the, I'm, well, I use the water pick all, you know, every day. And it's like I'll be putting the water pick in areas that if it's bad, I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel it, you know. And, you know, and you're doing it all over and nothing, no pain. Ah, oh, everything is wonderful. Oh God, I might save my teeth. And then all of a sudden you're going like, shit, that hurt. You know, what is it? And to me, it's like we almost lose our focus. And, you know, I, I that's what we were talking about when we said maybe this is something we should talk about on air so people, other people might be having the same situation. Does that bring it back to you? Yeah, yeah, and then that leads everywhere, of course. So we can go anywhere. Um, So I guess we can bring that back around. So we're talking about teeth. It can be, you know, a foot problem, a digestive issue, whatever. It doesn't matter. A physical one. But a way, um, because we can all heal ourselves. And again, everybody listening knows this instantaneously. Um, And sometimes that works out. Sometimes it doesn't. And we all wonder, well, why did it this time and not that time? Yes, sometimes it leads back to needing to detox, get these other counter energies off of us um so the the pendulum doesn't get yanked the other way when you're trying to to energize yourself or or heal yourself um but it's also the perspective you come at it from so let's say i'm trying to uh let's say oh let's just go back to me and a client so let's say we're here in my office and i have a i'm doing a session i have a client in front of me and they're wanting um to to see a physical healing they need something taken care of they're having physical ailments so let's just go with the tummy problem. Um, and yeah, I can, we can, we can, again, all do these things, energy work to have an effect, but I would suggest if you're doing it, so let's to get a visual, you know, I have a couch in here. I sit a few feet away. Nothing's hands on with me. It's all remote. So it makes no difference if you're in front of me in my office or again in, in Hawaii, um, it all works. 
So what I will do is perceive, that means on many levels, they're the issue or ailment in this example, the tummy problem, from my, again, well, just a difficult thing to talk about, from my higher self. So from my energy self or from not just my physical one. So yes, I can do the, the med- medical intuitive thing where I can look inside and I can see. Well, that's fine and dandy. But then when I want to perceive and actually affect it or interact on additional levels or layers, I do it from my energy body, the 90% of me. So I'll, ah, boy, that's a tough thing to think about. I've never even had to describe it. Um, but I'll perceive it from, I, I guess I'd have to say energy form. It actually widens out for me. I've never really talked about this. From I'll just call it from your higher self aspect. And that's just a choice to begin with, by the way. So to do that, again, that doesn't mean you have to meditate for an hour and strike this pose and knock on wood to make it happen. No, you have to have the understanding that it's even a thing, first of all. Oh, that makes sense. And then just choose to do it. It's not a physical act. It's not, a again, a mantra you have to spiel out every time or eat vegan like I keep making fun of it. No, it's an understanding. Just have the thought go, well, I'm choosing to perceive this. And then just by you having that thought alone opens you up energetically. And by the way, your guides um, start getting more involved when you make that statement because then they say, okay, gloves off. Now they're ready to perceive more because you said that. And again, it's not a certain thing you have to say in a certain order. You just have to have the understanding or thought that you can do it. And then, oh, okay, I want to. And then guess what? All of a sudden you can. And it's like anything else. Don't jump up from sitting down for your whole life and try and sprint. Maybe stretch your legs, walk, jog, and then run. So make it a progression thing. But also, on the contrary, don't be startled if all of a sudden you do this and you open your hand up and all of a sudden, boom, your, your friend or your kitty cat you're trying to practice this energy work on is instantly healed. That happens all the time across the entire planet, and we can all do it. So don't let me limit you or restrict you um, to just the physical layers. I have to I have to interrupt you for a second yeah. because an interesting thing is happening. Because people who are listening to this, and thankfully there's not that many on this live live program, but they got they got thinking about my bad mouth. Okay, so all of a sudden I'm realizing that something's happening with my mouth because they they were focused on my my mouth, right? And they're you know thinking in terms of it being bad, not of it being healed, because that's the way our minds work. We have to be very careful about how we go about thinking, because you go, oh, Nancy's got a bad mouth. Boom! All of a sudden, Nancy feels the energy of bad mouth, Nancy, instead of saying, oh. Nancy's got a beautifully healed, unbelievably perfect gums. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Actually, I'm glad you pointed that out. And that hits many things. So, yeah, everybody listening and later on the show when they listen to archives. I've got a perfectly good mouth. (laughs) It's okay. I'm just using it as an example. I'm I'm good. Yeah. Well, that's true. It'll have an effect, of course. So, right now, theoretically, we're putting... um, Think like a mouth guard with some zeolite clay um, around your teeth right now. We're just doing that energetically for you. Um, and so literally, we'll use this as a learning experience. Imagine, remember, imagination is 90% of reality. It's real. I don't care what they tell you when you were a kid or older. Your imagination is real. That is just the way it works. Just because you don't perceive it with your limited physical eyes does not make it any less real. Your feelings are real, right? And they're invisible. So just come at it from that perspective. Um, 
And then what we're doing here is imagining, again, that zeolite clay around your teeth right now, Nancy, and getting in all the nooks and crannies, just detoxifying, calming it down and seeing it soothing. And now we're all doing that. So that's how you can actually do that. And, um, you know, I'll call it remote healing, call it whatever you want, but just know you're connected and you can do those things. Okay. And I can, I can feel the difference. Okay. But it's interesting because I can, I can feel the difference in the mouth, but it also, I, I got this incredible feeling throughout my whole body of love frequency from, because you just did that. So it's, it's it's interesting because it's not just it, it it's like permeated through my whole body. I felt the changing in my remember I'm extreme energy sensitive. So I felt the the change in in the mouth area, but then all of a sudden it went like boop and all of a sudden my whole body just got like tingly and oh wow, am I having a nice day <laughs> type of thing. You know, I mean, my, my, I can feel the the energy coming in. But maybe I'll stay on the radio all day and talk about this. Oh, I'm feeling really good. That's funny because I didn't, I wasn't mentioning that during the show. But so what I do, and everybody already knows listening. I buckyballed, I armored you while I was doing that because I wanted to not just take a cup of water. Here's an analogy, and toss the energy towards you. I wanted to give it to you in a container of love. So what I did was imagine that little buckyball fullerene soccer ball shape inside of your heart expanding out and then just go past your aura so if you outstretch your arms i'm going about a foot past that and that's what i did i call it armoring i armored you and then put the zeolite detox in your mouth because you want to hold the frequency i'm not again not just tossing you water saying oh you want energy here's your water have fun good luck on you know using that nope i used a container and for physical bodies in this physical experience, that C60 molecule is a great container. And I won't get too much into that because we've done it before, but it holds, I'm still talking about the soccer ball shape, that buckyball, fullerene, C60 molecule, holds one water molecule perfectly with no room for anything else. Not a mistake of the universe. We're made of water to a huge degree. So is our environment. So if you imagine that container, that soccer ball, you're going to have a whole heck of a lot better. And again, Nancy just explained or talked about remotely because I'm in Washington state. She's in Florida. We didn't have to hold our breath and wait for this to happen. It was instantaneous. So you can all do that. Um, and that's what I did. That's why you got the whoosh around your whole body, Nancy. Was well, the, uh, yeah, the but, but it's not just you doing it because. Oh, probably everybody. It's everybody. And as you explained the buckyball phenomena that you did, okay, they started imagining it. And I, yep. to be honest, I'm kind of high as a kite. <laughs> that's perfect. And that's exactly how they'll do it. Um, yeah. And they'll add to it because they're all thinking love energy. I've described it. And people just listening to me babble on about the soccer ball holds one water molecule, blah, 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 blah. It all, it's still being seeded. You're getting it energetically. You're understanding. You're having those aha moments or epiphanies going, oh, that makes sense. And then you now have it. That's all the more there is to it. So now you've been, I'm going to throw some air quotes, upgraded, everybody. And I didn't do it for you. You did it to yourselves because you expanded your understandings in this reality to go, oh, not just crazy Derek can do this stuff. So can I, because all he's talking about is thoughts and feelings. Well, we all have thoughts and feelings. Get to work. Share that love. Spread it. Send soccer balls of love around Nancy. Do it around friends and family. We're all energy workers, whether we know it or not. And then I don't know, Nancy, if we got all... 
into that topic or not of when we're talking about the wobbly energy. So you can go wherever you like, of course. Well, I think you kind of, uh, you know, got it right, is that we, we have so many negative things happening around us that we're, we have to keep refocusing. And yes, there, there are, we use the energy devices in order to put in a program that will keep repeating itself 24-7, doesn't have to sleep, doesn't have to be reprogrammed. Um, but when you're, when, you're, when you're dealing, especially with the mouth, because you have the problem, I have the problem, a lot of people have problems with their mouths where they don't have anything else. It's because the mouth itself is like an antenna system. And it's very, very, uh, it's exposed and gets a lot of attacks so yeah, we have we can't. It's almost like the wobbly frequency. You have to get it so that it starts to wobble. I mean, you, you know, you go like, don't let me get to the point where I'm in trouble. You know, if it starts to go off, remind me, re replenish the energy. But the idea of doing it within the concept of a soccer ball, the the fullerene itself, the geometry of it, you're protecting yourself from a lot of this other garbage outside but you're also containing your own energies and you know keeping the focus on what you need to do does that make sense oh yeah so that's why i i keep using that analogy of thinking the water glass the water you know give it give them energy share energy in a container the whole longer and then a little add-on to what nancy's talking about with that that buckyball soccer ball container around you uh a perceiver like me, who, who again perceives energies, can see that that starts to to be let not weakened. Don't think that, but less cohesive <clears throat> after about 24 hours. So then, remind yourselves, put it back in your mind, hence remind that visualization. And now you've entered, given energy again with your imagination, 90%. Remember, so you're rebuilding that energetically, and that's going to last longer. And then. Don't let me limit you saying, oh, wait, there it said every 24 hours. Well, anytime you feel energetically compromised, heavy energies, excess, stress, depression, the stuff that doesn't feel good in this reality, well, then armor yourself again. Imagine yourself in love, that soccer ball already in your heart, expanding out. And as it's expanding out around you, it's removing excess and overage. I didn't say energy, one, two, three, or blue lights or green. What? No. Because excess energy, whatever that is, is different for everyone and changes by the moment. And by the way, you don't have to know what that is. You just have to have the wherewithal to say, you're just talking to your higher self, no clubs out there, nobody to join. Just think, okay, myself, I want, when I imagine this, I want to remove whatever is excess and overage for me right now. I'm going to just have that thought, do it, imagine the soccer ball. And more often than not, you can go, whoa. That felt weird. That felt good. And I'm calm. And then what I was getting at, don't do it once a day. Do it a hundred times a day if you need to. Anytime you're perceiving, feeling excess energies. And that can be, I don't know, uh, somebody with attitude coming around here just <clears throat> running their mouth or you're driving to an environment and you're just feeling that, again, what we sometimes call heavy energies or weird stuff. Then just think armor. And then you'll own your own energy environment again. So just a suggestion. Um, and then doing that whenever you, if you think about it, there's probably a reason you're thinking about it. 
And I work the same way. So, yeah, I armor myself every morning, the buckyball of love from my heart around me, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, many times through the day, I'm like, oh, I, for some reason, random thought. It's not random. I thought about armoring, so I armor again. And then when I do that, then I can get back into more of myself and my understandings turn on. And I'll, I'll then realize, oh, I see why I was intuitively picking up on armoring. Because then I can look around and go, oh, well, because of that or this or that or whatever that's sometimes hard to perceive when you're in that heightened energy state. So sometimes you might not even know why you're needing armor is what I'm telling you. And if you just do it, then at the outside end, you'll realize it. Okay. Um, on this, because we're talking about the C60, uh, Katie Ingram, Ingram on Facebook asked, hello everyone. I've just been reading about various antioxidants useful in the current situation. And I've come across, once again, one described as supercharged C60 nanocarbon activate, activated, I would think, not activate, charcoal, as it's described, which seems to me describing shungite, or at least very similar. Does anyone know the difference between the supplement being taken eternally and keeping wearing shungite on the body? Many thanks. Uh, I supercharged C60 nanocarbon activated charcoal. <laughs> what have you ever heard of such a thing? Instantaneously, when I hear all that, I push it away etherically. Yep. Um, yep. And then, yeah, and the, no, I'm in supercharged. Well, huh, you might want, not you, they might want to elaborate on what the heck they're even talking about. When you start talking, you know, terms like that, or spills, you know, I have some 3D manipulation stuff going on because. C60 is programmable, so what does that mean? They're giving you a pre-programmed energy device programmed with what? Um, and then if it's out there to, for them to make money and they're coming at it from just that perspective, which is often the case, you got to watch that as well because then it's being made. And even some NASA scientists make some of these C60 um, uh, carbon particles. Okay, let, let's, let's, I think because... What we're talking about is shungite has C60 in it. It's a natural thing. It came from the cosmos. So it's picked up all sorts of energies from, you know, wherever it came from. And boom, it's in Karelia, Russia. That's the only place you find shungite. When you hear somebody talking about a C60 molecule, it's been lab made. That's how they even know the darn things exist because they were trying to match what the uh, interstellar space would be like and what kind of a molecule do you get in that environment. And that's when they found the C60. Or they found the fullerene C60. It's, I want to get into that. But the concept is it's lab made. So anybody in that lab that didn't get didn't get laid the night before, uh, it just lost their job, uh, their 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 family member, any of all this, they are in that environment where the C60 lab stuff is being made, and that's what's going into it. If from a purely energetic standpoint, stay away from the stuff. Okay, because it's also, it's a money thing. It's a money thing. Well, we make money off of Shungite, but we're not making money off of the C60. We're, you know, in, in its building process and everything else. We make money, and I want to explain that. We don't have money. It's not that we own money, that we have a lot of money. Hell, most of us are making less than when we what we could make. But we make a lot of money because... 
it travels through it goes back in we pay the people in Russia for the shanga we do, you know it, it's making money is moving money and that's the key to those people that seem to be very very successful profitable they they're making a lot of money but they don't own it they haven't caught the the curse that's on money once you once you feel like you own it then you have a responsibility to it and it's it's a curse that they put on money so don't think in terms of oh, money's dirty it's going to give me a curse no you make a lot of money it runs through your hands you've got all the money you need to be able to do your mission on earth and you know gone don't think in terms of oh i just made all this money oh i got to make sure that i don't lose it oh i got to make sure i make more don't go there because that's the curse so always think in terms of making money not owning money uh, okay, so we're over the break time. We're going to play, uh, of course, we're going to play Craig Stewart, Shungite, and we'll be back in uh, three minutes.
and welcome back to Shungite Reality. It's September 21st, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit and Mark Joseph. So, you guys back? Yes? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Mm hmm. Awesome. Um, let me ask you something, Mark, because he isn't back yet. Um, did you get to did you get to to see Simone last night? See the moon? Simone, Simone um uh, <clears throat> what's her last name? The doctor. Oh, the doctor. Um <clears throat> Dr. Simone Gold, the person who founded right. America's Frontline Doctors. Yeah, uh this was um what day was that? Sunday night. Uh so what was it? She had, was she did a a uh <clears throat> San Francisco City Hall talk. <clears throat> was it Saturday afternoon? It was part of the um, cuz uh in SF I think they've mandated pretty much the whole uh city like anything indoors. Um I think they're federal workers. I don't know to the extent of of uh, like police officers but for the uh, uh um um Frankenshot uh, mandate. <clears throat> so there was a city hall talk. I should actually see if um uh that's been posted online i know they have it in telegram i just keyword search her name there but i did attend um oh actually for the sf the update on that was it wasn't i mean if you saw the video there was a pretty good sized crowd but it wasn't as many as uh you'd think you know bay area wise or uh even locals um because i know 5g is pretty hot there among other things. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, so, yeah, I did go see her Sunday night. It was at the Calvary Church in San Jose where they've had people like uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits, RFK, um, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of big names. So um, Dr. Gold was talking about uh, the use of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and just how <clears throat> the update of the fight of uh, medical freedom in, in – um, the country and California. So people can go to uh, VAC.org. And then from there, as you scroll down and you, you can go to the rumble channel. And I think she starts at about the little over one hour, <clears throat> one hour mark. And, um, she does do a Q and a, which is really good. Like if you don't have time, if you don't have time for the 90 minute talk, then check out the Q and a, but <clears throat> they eventually want to start their own medical clinic, probably early next year. Um, which is huge, you know, and, and, and they want to handpick the doctors, especially if you're talking about Southern California, you know. Um, I did take some notes on it, but uh see if I can find it. But it was a really good talk. Um, uh, let me see. She covered, like, some of the victories. Uh, she's had uh, lawsuits. Um, actually, I'm going to mute for a minute, though. There's a garbage truck here. Um but I don't know if you're gonna go off on some of the medical freedom stuff you've you you guys have seen lately, while I pause and then let the garbage truck here go. Well, I <clears throat> excuse me, I had um, you had mentioned her and I I started looking for, and I couldn't find anything new, but that from January of this year she had done a talk, and so finally I said, well, let me just listen to this one. And it was really very, very interesting because she's talking in January. And she was discussing the, the whole concept. I mean, she, she, most of the time she was going like, does that make sense? Because 
every step of the way we've been so lied to. And the ivermectin and the hydrochloroquine, like the hydrochloroquine, okay, in Africa, you know, in America, the black community is being, more numbers are, are affecting these people in, you know, the statistics, more numbers. And somebody asked me, is this thing, you know, hitting the, the black people? And I'm going, because of their race? And I said, no. But then the statistics started indicating that black people, the, the communities, are have more people getting sick than in, in other areas. And she pointed out that in Africa, they, they, they're not having this problem. Okay, she said. So you can you can look at at the black communities and you can say that for whatever reason. And she goes back and talks about they have seen this situation where vaccines vaccines in in different races were acting differently and 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 not so good for the black and brown people. Okay, and she says we don't understand this. She kept saying. You know, I'm not telling you one way or the other. We just, this is questions we have about this vaccination thing. And then she got into discussing the the concept of the hydrochloroquine. It, okay, so, so the black people, one of the things that you can point to is that, that unfortunately, uh, the black communities have a lot more health problems because of their, the way our society is, is, is built. So does is that the answer? But then she went over to the to the communities in Africa, and she said, "Covid does not exist on the continent except in South Africa." And she said, "Why?" And she said, "Because they all use hydrochloroquine. Hydrochloroquine is is sold over the counter. It's like aspirin. People have it in their pockets." So the, the fact that hydrochloroquine was made this evil thing because somebody said it could be a cure <laughs> um, it was, was beyond her understanding. It's like, no, the, if you just look at where, where are they taking this because they can go and buy it like they buy aspirin. Do they have this problem? No, they don't. Well, maybe there's a connection here. And, you know, so... The, the hydrochloroquine question, the ivermectin question, it was it's one of these situations that we wouldn't need the vaccines if you're using these treatments. And you cannot make a vaccine an emergency response unless there is no other way. So we have been scammed from the get-go. There were treatments, there are treatments that are very effective for whatever is happening because, you know, I... I this whole virus thing is, I could argue it either way, you know, that there are viruses, there are viruses, that, 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 but it's just, there's something happened. And of course, in my world, Nancy's world, the reason that certain areas, pockets of areas are getting the, this response thing that's been diagnosed as COVID, you go to the hospital, the hospital says you've got COVID, and they begin to put you on a protocol for COVID. Okay, now, one of the things she, somebody pointed out recently is that because of this mindset, people that have very 
curable problems are being overlooked because they're put in a if they positive then it's a covid thing you don't look at anything else let me give you an example my brother who's <clears throat> let's say two years younger than i am he was at my sister's house um and he he, had, he, he was terrified of covid terrified and wouldn't leave his house, didn't want people coming to see him and stuff, and he was really getting into a, a real bad mental state, isolationism. So he and, he, and he realized it, so he started to go out. So he goes to one of the weddings, and um, then he went to another uh, party like a week later, and just like right after that second party, he got a headache. Now, he had a headache, I don't even know what the other symptoms were, but Oh, you must have COVID, you must have COVID. So they run around and they get a test and he doesn't test positive for COVID, oddly enough. And um, But that wasn't good enough. Oh, man, you know, oh, you, 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 you're not getting any better. You must have the COVID. Uh, well, let's get you another test. No, no, that, no, no, right, no, he doesn't have it, you know. So they wait like two weeks with this kid having a headache. And then it gets to the point that somebody says, well, maybe we should send him to a hospital for a CAT scan. He is now in a Boston hospital because he's had a brain bleed for this whole time. And he's about to be operated on. Because they only looked at COVID. Any other time, if COVID wasn't in it, and my RN sister would have said, hey, you know, what can I tell you? You got a headache. You shouldn't have a headache. This, you know, you shouldn't have a headache. You don't no normally get them. You shouldn't be this long. Let's go take you to the hospital. That would have been in the first few days. So there's this insanity that is on top of everything else. Sorry, I'm ranting here, but it's like there's this other thing that you know they're in such a state of fear that they don't even think right. So just be aware of the fact that your medical profession is crashed. Crashed. You know, yes, they can do many, many things, but you have got to be, go to them for a diagnosis work. But if they tell you COVID, say, screw you, tell me what I've got. Go beyond COVID, get beyond it. COVID symptoms can cover a whole slew of things. But in the medical profession, you have to follow the standard care. What standard care? It's a legal document that says, if these symptoms occur, you have to do this. And then if you do this, then you're going to be safe from legal action. But if you break away from that, oh my God, then you're going to be sued and you're not going to have a job. So that's why they keep making these fundamentally same mistakes continually. So just be aware that you can't trust them anymore. I don't think you could have trusted them from the beginning. But, I mean, the, the individual doctors, yes, I'm talking about in the last two decades, when the, all these hospitals are under the control of corporate entities, the insurance companies, corporate entities, they've been taken over. These are no longer healers. They're healers that inside a web of system that is preventing them from being true healers. So don't blame the doctors or the nurses. Blame the system. But understand the system is so bad now that you can't trust it. Okay, I'm over my rant. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, but Nancy, you, you should, I mean, can you tell that story where, um, I think you're talking to your sister and then her uh, mind block 
is even worse now, or like she's even more reactive. You were telling that story in one of your other radio shows. I don't know if it's Say What or Cosmic Reality, but um, I thought it was a good story to bring perspective because, you know, you're, I guess, somewhat close to someone that works in the medical field for how many decades, and then she's in that, that uh, trance or, you know, well, uh, Yeah, because it was very interesting. Okay, so a couple of years ago, she did something... That just I said, well, I'm done with her. So I only talked to her about weather and sports, and very, very seldom, you know, maybe half a dozen times since 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 that that happened. And so she, but it was her birthday, so I called her up and I said, happy birthday. And she's, you know, oh, thank you very much. And then she starts talking about my brother who has this COVID. He might have COVID thing. And so, uh, you know, and I'm like, keep your mouth shut, keep your mouth shut, keep your mouth shut. But she keeps going on about it. And we had just had a conversation about ivermectin and the fact that the Japanese government is now endorsing it. And apparently the Indian government has already done that. And so, But anyway, so I didn't know much about it. And I thought, I would like to know, you know, what she knows about it. Do they know in the medical profession, you know? So I said, have you ever heard of ivermectin? That's all I said. Is, have you ever heard of it? And she goes off on me about, I said, the Jap- I said, ivermectin, the Japanese government just has endorsed it. And she goes off on me about, you know, you're believing everything that you, you hear on the Internet and blah, 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 blah. And she said to me, I know how you think. And I'm going like, no, you don't have a clue as to how I think. You know, I just was asking you because you're an RN. Have you heard about this? Do you know anything about it? Because it's getting a real reputation worldwide. I didn't go into anything. I asked her a question. And she immediately defaulted into an aggressive response. And, you know, so anyway, I said, and then she said, um, we're not going to have this discussion. And to me, it's like, oh, and now I'm being censored again. You know, and I said, well, you have a happy day. <laughs> and I hung up. And I would, I immediately deleted her from my contacts on my phone. De- immediately. I was like, well, it wasn't immediately. I sat there for about three minutes. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over this. Right? So then she sends me an email. And she's going through this whole thing about, you never asked me if I was I as an, a frontline worker, you know, and, and fear. And, and all of a sudden, you know, we get the vaccination and I'm thinking, oh, oh, good, we're going to be through this. And now it's turned into this political thing. And she said a lot of other things. But I wrote her back and I said, you know, I said a lot of things. It took me all day to write it. But I said to her, I said, look at this, this question about the vaccination has nothing to do with politics. It has everything to do with God. And that's the difference, is that we understand that there is a war going on between good and evil. It's the only way we can, as 3D beings, kind of get our head around this. And there's a very, she said at one point, it's a, it's a invisible enemy. And I went, you have no clue who the invisible enemy is. It's not a virus. It's sociopaths that have put us on a very, very dangerous path. And so I attached to it two documents. The first document was one that my boss sent, my old boss sent me. And I had, uh, when he got the shot, he was, I got the shot, you know, and they're all so happy. And I'm going like, oh, dead man walking. And um, so 
I said to him, I said, I don't normally go into this conversation, but I can think. I think you can think outside the box, and I want you to just look at this. And I sent him one of the. It was the best uh, video that was up right then and there with the five doctors speaking about it. And never said another thing about it, and you know, blah blah blah. And then I get this email from him like just a week ago, and this is oh, so it's been about three or four months, maybe more. And I get this email from him, and it was this amazing PDF about somebody analyzing this whole thing. Why these? Why this? This this virus vaccination is nuts, and it's a hoax, and they're lying to us. And the other one I sent her was one on uh, the vaccinations are bio, the whole virus thing is is a bioweapon. And I said, yeah, I mean, these are very in-your-face things. So I don't think she's ever going to read them. But the fact of the matter is, is this is what we're talking about. This is not fun and games. This is a war. And we know there's a war, but they don't even know it. They don't even know it. The war is against the virus. No. The war is being leveled on you by some very deranged people. And, you know, we don't, we don't, we, we need to understand that we don't need to engage in it because they're very evil people, but they have no power. The power is in their ability to control people's minds. And the fact that the vast majority of people in the United States are refusing to take it indicates that they have already lost the battle. So, anyway, was that the story? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, um, I don't know if Derek, you wanted to chime in on anything there. No, no, I, I got back in about halfway through um, returning to the call, so I didn't, I didn't pick up on a lot of it. But no, it was interesting. Um, I didn't actually hear the the initial comment. Okay, so we'll all go off and how does Shanghai connect to all this? And so because you know the designs that Nancy Walt and and Derek have done over the years and made it convenient. And you know, portable and just easily um, applicable, that we can use these little tools that that just seem harmless and oh, they can't do anything. They're just arts and crafts. They can have a short and long-term effect. So, like when we all got the first, you know, the first uh, shungite bug of, okay, I need to do the the basics. So, you know, getting the magnets and putting it in their car, their fridge. Um, you know, their office work table, um, even the entertainment center, you know, TV and all of this, putting the, the S4 magnet there and then gifting them with the S4 stickers in their phone, Wi-Fi router. Um, you know, it, it's just really simple stuff, but it it, it, it affects them 24-7. So a uh, magnet in the metal frame of their bed, you know, that's a big one because that's where we all do the... Uh, uh, rejuvenation stem cells and and get get ourselves ready for the day. Um, so w- when that happens, you know people get cleared out, the the smog in their heads gone, uh, rebalanced. I mean, you, you, people who listen to the radio show know know all this. So it, we don't even need to consciously engage with them. Just doing these things that um, you know these tools that we were given. Uh, even like the the S4 uh, coasters, um, that's another step too. So wherever they spend the most time, just putting an S4 on it, 
um, magnet or or the sticker, you know, goes farther than we can imagine. Pretty soon the fog will clear out. Um, I don't know if it, uh, you, you guys have something to add to that. No, I, I do agree. I, I, keeping the shadow around you will, again, just keep moving the energy. So then you advance into your your greater energy. So for me, it's helped, uh, especially from the initial use of Shungite. You know, I started getting a lot of, actually, I was almost kind of shocked one way or another from it, meaning physically, by because it was such a buildup of energy around me that it relieved or grounded or neutralized. Um, so I had a big aha moment of my initial handling of it and understandings. So no, having it around you will keep that energy moving so you continually progress and become more. Uh, and that'll that'll continue even to this day. And I'm I don't know how many years into Shungite now, and I'm well, I still have literally a piece holding in my hand right here while I'm chatting, and it's not because I'm looking to hold something. I'm holding it for a reason, and I it it has an effect on many levels, and it has yet to get any weaker or have less of an effect. Not just this one piece, but Shungite in general, um, on any of its uses. That's why it's such a good thing to have, like Mark had mentioned, the coasters or um, nuggets around you or in your sleeping environment on the beds and whatnot, um, because those are high-energy environments, and they'll, they'll definitely have an effect. So, no, it's, it doesn't get any weaker, like I was saying. So there's, there's not a tapering off either. So it's just very beneficial. I don't know if you have something to add, Nancy? Uh, no, not to that, but I do want to take the time right now so we don't forget. Yasmin our guest from last week, uh, Yasmin West, she wrote a, a post in Facebook that is directed to all the listeners of last week's show. And she says, I'm happy to announce the eagle has landed in Mount Shasta. Thank you, thank you to those of you who helped add energy to help me out with manifesting rain over the Northern California fires. I just checked the weather radar over Mount Shasta and there is definitely rain right now. There were some other fires that broke out as well. One big one big one farther south by my mom's house. And that looks like it might get some rain as well to help the firefighters. I'll keep focusing with a picture of the eagle. Feel free to add to it. We still have a ways to go. So exciting. And then there was another post. Uh, Lincoln, California Eagle Update. After listening to me on this week's Shungite show, my husband Bob has started to interact with the eagle as well. After a few days of focus, we got confirmation that four days of rain is heading our way for the weekend. This morning there was a thick marine layer in the sky. Now he used, he used to work many years on boats and barges in the Delta in San Francisco Bay. Because we live pretty far inland, but away from the water, I find it interesting a marine layer is rolling in. It would definitely appear that the eagle responded in a specific way as if to confirm it was acknowledging his energy signature. Pretty wild and exciting stuff. We'll keep observing. Uh, so she's definitely <laughs> definitely having a good time with the eagle what can i say do you know any more about what's happening there mark uh with the fires and stuff so as far i mean at the, when when i talked to you sunday i was mentioning um <clears throat> i was referencing back to last week's uh radio 5g where uh, thomas sheridan uh, said that there is a connection of of uh, our consciousness in the clouds <clears throat> so that Kind of stuck with me, stuck with me because it's the whole uh, as above, so below thing. Um, so, 
I was doing my 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 second job uh, Saturday, and then, you know, normally I there there's a certain pattern you take for granted of how the clouds are in your area, and then for some reason, Saturday, uh, late afternoon, early evening, they they had a really different, um, a mood or like overall, it's kind of like a, a rhythm or something. They kind of work together. So these look like the clouds that were over Lake Tahoe when I was there. Um, uh, last year, uh, you know, we refer to that as as uh, Shungite Lake because uh, Walt and Nancy, um, you know, worked on that with the Shungite turtle um, years ago to to make it bluer, and that was even mentioned in Natural News and other publications, just how it, it looked different and, and cleaner. But um, so the the clouds I saw there in Lake Tahoe were very like uh, cylindrical almost UFO looking in very specific shapes and, and patterns. So I'd never seen that kind, those kinds of formations in, you know, over, uh, you know, like Mountain View, Silicon Valley, um, near San Francisco, this, um, that area. So a lot of, I guess you could say they look really <laughs> like um, intuitively or, or just, you know, the shapes look like UFOs. So, and they all seem to be like near each other, and um, just really different, like something you'd see out up in the mountains or nature, not not here. So, and then so I decided to look at my weather app phone, and it looked like there was going to be rain coming up um, the, the day after or that night of. So, you know, you had, I mean, it was like forty percent rain around the SF area, Oakland, things like that. So, um, yeah, things are definitely building and uh, mounting up to something. Um, but. Let me see. Um, I wanted to read more of the Facebook um, entries that uh, it's almost like a journal that Yasmin was was talking about because there was more in the the replies there in the in the Shungite group about the eagle. Um, there was one a good one about on on the 18th. Let me, let me scroll down to it. Um, it was from her mom living up near uh, Paradise, and this was back in the 18th that it was pouring rain over her place and the Dixie fire. So, um, let me see what she, she wrote. Um, it, uh, doused the fires and then, um, this was around 6 PM and let's see what was the update on that. Oh, and then on the 20th, they, they, um, she posted a picture of, uh, the, the peak of Mount Shasta. Let's see if I can find the picture of that. Uh, Siskiyou County. Um, it was uh, from the Castle Craig's uh, trail that there was a snowpack on the top of Mount Shasta. So that was a big win for the Eagle. That was noted um, yesterday. Let me see. Oh, and, and, and why? Why in... would you say it's a big win for the Eagle? That's it's too early to have it, or sometimes they don't yeah, have absolutely. it because they don't have enough rain. No, because usually at around this time, year after year. Um, you know, you never get cold weather. It's always blazing hot, first off, and then constantly clear skies, which is fine, but it just, there's just no rain for, for months and months. And yeah, early snow is usually a sign of, um, just of things to come. And you never see this at this time of the, the, the season, the year. And someone was asking in that thread if, uh, rain can be directed to the sequoia trees. And so Yasmin was saying that I set the intention for the second go-around of plenty of rain all over as California needs it. 
putting out fires, water for farmers. Um, it was a broad intention, so I suspect it'll go to the sequoia trees as well. And she was asking to please add your own intentions also, and that the more people who tap into the energy to bring rain, the faster it'll show up. Um, I've also found if you have a strong attachment to a particular area, your intention will bring a big boost. All hands on deck, and we can make it happen. So, let me see. And then Walt, who created the, you know, Shanghai Eagle, also had a good uh, reply to that of Yasmin and Bob becoming the parents of the Great California Movement, where people discover how California can be made into the state they want and envision. Not the one that the cabal set up and no one thinks it's bad. It's time for people to discover that taking responsibility for the reality they want is liberating, not scary. So, and then Yasmin had a good long reply as far as them, uh, her and Bob being uh, California natives and just, you know, seeing the state crumble as, you know, time goes along. So, let me see what she put here. Uh, there are so many energy workers and spiritual people in this state. You'd think we have, we could have prevented this mess. However, I'm not sure they fully understood what was needed or didn't understand just how powerful they could be once truly aligned with the energy of creator and source. So yes, in a way, we are stepping out into the open to demonstrate to others the power goodness can have and just how malleable our environment is once we embrace the ability and work with it. And I think there's an update on the 21st saying that there's rain all over different parts of California, different parts of California over the weekend. So it's pretty consistent now. Things are really ramping up towards, I mean, the equinox is um, tomorrow. And, you know, we see Halloween coming up in all the fall decorations. So I think this is a great way, especially for California, where the recall, I mean, I knew what was going to happen in the back of my mind, but recalling the governor. Um, but this is also another positive win, you know, as far as the overall uh, um, landscape, because, you know, science has become political science and not biological science. So at least from the nat natural and, and nature approach, we can make a big difference and um, almost a quick turnaround, especially when you're you know, working with Gaia and then you have these kinds of changes after how many years of orange skies and, and you hear of things burning year after year. And then I, I think I might have told that story where uh, I had to be a, a Southern California back in 2018 uh, in November and the fires were still going on then. And then they the fires had had reached a, a, um, a section of the woods where there was an old abandoned nuclear facility, which, which burned down. So, of course, now there's nuclear ash up in the sky, and then I got sick coming home. And this was before year before I found Shungite. So uh, by then I was, like, looking for something, and, and, and Shungite showed up. So, yeah, I think there's, there's big progress, and um, especially with this full moon. Um yeah, big doings. I don't know if you guys have any comments on that. I was going to say, I find it interesting about the uh, fire you were just mentioning in California with the, you know, the, near the nuclear site and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know that I was aware of that kind of thing. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good point, though, as far as what, what goes up during these fires, um, all the toxins, the ash, the metals that have been sprayed everywhere so really any fire um can potentially have a lot of these metals and toxins in them so no that's that's just an interesting point i was picking up on nancy did you want to comment anything on that 
No, I think he, he covered it pretty well. You know, it, it, to me, it's just really exciting because over, you know, we Walt and I started back in 2014 doing some really weird things like, you know, manifesting this and manifesting that. And we've had so many very successful, well, maybe we'll try this and boom, it happens. So I'm, I expect things to work. I just expect it to work. And, but it's always gratifying to see, you know, reports, especially from Yasmin. She's so good at it. But the other thing to remember is that when we talked about this last week, was that you are in the, 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 we've got a grid of these eagles, okay? There's four of them out there. And there's every other Oregon Shungite device that's ever been made is linked into this, this, this grid system. You are within it. You can access it. If you've got problems around you, you have to look at it and say, I'm inside this energy field. It's just, it's like giving everybody more potentiality because it's an energized energy field that is linking us to the quantum that is going to make it, make manifestation easier because We've got all this Oregon energy, this Shungite energy that is now flowing all over the continental United States with these four different big ones. You know, they are based on uh, an enhancement of the of the of the energy devices, and every other energy device can lock into it. So it, you're, it's there for you to use too within your own given locality. And I know that there's, there's, you know, we've talked over the years about free will and, and everything else and what, what, what's up with Gaia. But the grids and the eagle are programmed so that you can't do anything wrong with them. Okay, if you need rain, but rain is not what you really need. If there's some other reason, some something that we don't understand beyond it, it Gaia's got another purpose. We never understand it. So sometimes these things don't work. But it's not because they can't work. It's because it's being overridden. Because the the when Walt builds these things, when Yasmin and I and and Walt and, and the guy in Massachusetts, when we're working with these, it's out of a state of love. It's a state of in in co in, in, in absolute under Gaia's guidance. You know, if Gaia doesn't want it to happen, then boom, it's not going to happen. But if this is something, Gaia is teaching us. Okay, yes, I could fix it, Gaia says, but you got to fix it. It's just like a mother would say to a kid. you got to know how to be able to do this. So just be aware that you are in a grid and you can activate it, not just for what they're trying to do in California, but activate it wherever you are. Um, so that's my take on it. Either of you? Um, did you mention something about Africa earlier in the show? Um, yeah. One of the listeners is. I don't know if you could do a quick refresh on that. One of the listeners was asking about what that was about. When I was looking at the listening to to uh, Simone Gold, she was explaining that in Africa, the only place that they've had a COVID problem is in South Africa. The rest of the continent has been free of it, but they're the ones that because of a lot of reasons they take hydrochloroquine and it, you can get it like you can go to the local drugstore and buy it you don't need a prescription so it's readily available so somebody's feeling a little bad they take some of this it's gone so 
you know, the, the proof of hydrochloroquine is, you know, they say, well, you have to have a, a test, 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 and research, research. Well, there's a research. A whole continent that's using hydrochloroquine is not coming down with this. And yet the same people, black people, over here are having a lot of problems with this. So, you know, it's, it's why? Because they don't get hydrochloroquine and their, their lifestyle is not the best. Not their lifestyle, but the, you know, I mean, there's so there's so much hardship in the black community that's just unneeded if we just pay attention to it. I mean, the most evident one, as these mandates are, you know, um, increasing and then being being forced. I think the initial one we mentioned in the other show was, um, uh, like New York City, because they were one of the first to do the. Uh, what do you call it? inoculation mandates? I mean, I call it inoculation. I don't call it a vaccine because th- this is a genetic agent. Once you call it a vaccine, you've lost the argument. I mean, you don't even know what this technology is. But um, so it was like one fourth of um, blacks uh, got the shot. So basically, if you can't do anything unless you show your vax card or even do a test, let alone. Uh, wearing a mask is already discrimination. And so, yeah, it's just knowing history, not just Tuskegee, but, you know, even in the military. I know, Nancy, you can go off on that for hours. Um, so there are these memes where, you know, you have these signs back in the uh, old days of, like, colored, you know, versus white, uh, water fountain or restaurants. It's the same thing now. And... I posted a, a Telegram clip um, last night of a huge protest and rally down, I think it's called Union Square in New York City. Really cool. I mean, um, I know things are building up here because the Oakland and Berkeley are uh, in Alameda County. So the county next to them, which is like over the mountain, people become more conservative and not as uh, uh, far left. Yes, you go further um, inland. Um, that county, I think tomorrow they're instituting this this uh, mandate uh, for indoor restaurants, bars, and gyms. So the movement's grown pretty strong there. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but oh yeah, yeah. So it's basically discrimination. Like New York City was the most evident one, and so. The recent viral thing in relation to that was uh, Nicki Minaj, this uh, pop rap star who was talking, just talking on Twitter about a relative um, in in Trinidad where they were supposed to get married, um, her cousin. And then so the cousin was required to get the shot for work, you know, a a mandate. And then their their testicles swelled up and then the, the partner called off the marriage. So this went, you know, worldwide viral. And then, of course, mainstream media jumped on her and started to make fun of her. And then she has been standing on her own for like a week or so on this where you can't even ask a question and then you get attacked. And so, of course, Tucker Carlson was was um, supporting her. And, um, yeah, supposedly she's supposed to go to the White House or do some kind of Zoom call to you know, discuss these things that people's real concerns are not being addressed. And then I'm sure, Nancy, you, you know that story of um, – I think it was like CBS local asking, oh, if you didn't get the shot, you know, please let us know if if um, there have been any injuries or deaths uh, because you didn't get your shot. 
So the exact opposite happened. Like over, I think it's close to half a million now. People reported the exact opposite that who who got the shot and got injured and and deaths and just swamped the, these people. This um, newsroom's uh, comment section. So you know, stuff's getting out every day, every week. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything to add to that. Well, I didn't know anybody that had died from COVID, but I can name five people that have died from the shot. I'm sorry, when you got people that take the shot and then they're dead, you know, and they, you know, they may have had preconditions, but they had preconditions. Why'd you give them the shot? I mean, I had my my brother that was having problems now. You know, he said to me something about. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, a lot of people are dying, and I'm going to myself, a lot of people are dying because they've taken the shot. And he didn't even realize what he was indicating. There's people dying all over the place. And it's like, I don't know, I don't know how how much more they can dismiss. You know, these people out there that are just... We, the the people who are vaccination haven't been vaccinated are the enemy. We're gonna bring down the country. No, you're doing a good job all by yourselves. <laughs> I mean, we're we're past that too now because uh, Walensky, the CDC director, has been on CNN very specifically saying the shot's not going to protect you from Delta and all these other things. And then I think today or yesterday, just another big thing, something similar. Um, was announced. So it's it's coming from their mouths. And then like what Thomas Sheridan, you know, I, I sent you a couple of his the recent interviews. I like his approach because this is a form of black magic. That's what's been going uh, uh, hexing in the world. Um, like what they did in Wuhan and then just with the video and the, and the media just. It, so anyway, um, going back to what you're talking about with with um, Japan so, you know, they've nationalized the use of ivermectin. And then even back in May and April, they did um, a study supporting and reporting chlorine dioxide, which is commonly used to, like, sterilize and clean, you know, like during the anthrax scare in, in, in D.C. And, and this is used regularly everywhere, that chlorine dioxide denatures the spike protein on the surface of SARS-CoV-2 and inhibits its binding to the human ACE2 receptor. So the only person I know other than Jordan Sather was Gene Dika reporting this back in, like, the spring. You know, and then Mike Adams finally reported it a couple of weeks ago. He's been a big supporter of um, of a chlorine dioxide, MMS, another name for it. But this is just, like, mixing two chemicals together to not just help the people who, who got the shots afterwards and, the you know, the spike protein blood clots going everywhere to all organs. And, and this simple thing that's, that's, like, pennies to buy. Can, can help. So, um, what is the article? Uh, PRNewsWire.com, long lasting chlorine dioxide CLO2 aqueous solution, presented by Tyco Pharmaceutical and Kitasado University, inactivates over 99.99% of SARS CoV 2 COVID 19 virus. I think that's the name of the article. But, I, and, and like with what Derek's doing, what we've been doing with the show, the Cosmic Reality Radio shows that. This is a decentralized movement, and um, you know what? Like what was talking about with Anelia Benz of the high frequency, low frequency, uh, you know, 
uh, the split is just happening even more. But um, I don't know, even like Dr. Sherry Tanpenny was talking about recently, a couple of weeks ago, that they're going to be starting their own um, medical movement. And uh, I, I think it has more of a Christian angle to it, but still, this is something we need. And it, it was good to know on Sunday that um, Dr. Gold, the America's Frontline Doctors, are going to be doing their own clinics um, next year. Um, I know they've been at the forefront with uh, helping people out in telemedicine. Um, so anyway, with, with the my attendance of the um, her talk on Sunday, so I put the link. It's vsc.org, and then... Um, let me see, read my notes here. So uh, what she said during the talk was um, the shots only reduce from moderate to mild. and uh, It doesn't work to stop transmission. And that's, of course, admitted in their documents. <clears throat> uh, government's pushing a vax that's so effective that you need a booster. And Israel's on their fourth fourth booster. And I, I should note that um, one of my coworkers in, in uh, um, Brentwood that their coworker, you know, not only got the two shots but got the booster, and they haven't been back to work in in three weeks, so they're still out. And um, asked for more details, but that's kind of, you know, um, let me see. So what she was recommending was um, uh, not to obsess over over the shots, and it's about fighting this 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 uh, um, these these mandates. And it was interesting to note that this year homeschooling had doubled from 5.5% to 11%. Um, and if all we do is slow it down, these kind of mandates, then, then, then we'll win. You know, um, let me see. Uh, oh, um, they've been working on lawsuits, America's Frontline Doctors. Um, one of the initial ones, what was it? Uh, five lawsuits for University of California COVID recovered students to be able to go to the university. Um, filed a lawsuit against de Blasio, the mayor of uh, uh, New York City. Um, one on Kaiser, that's that's our hospital corporation here. Um, and also for the county police in San Francisco to protect them. Uh, I think that's kind of it as far as, because um, the rest of my notes were just on the Q&A and um, people had questions about testing, you know, having to test weekly, which is illegal at work. Um, let me see. Ivermectin prices, this is all in the, in the Q&A. But um, you don't actually even need to get hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. There's the Zelenko protocol, which they mentioned in the talk, which is like quercetin, vitamin C, D, and, and zinc. So people can look up Zelenko protocol, who was um, Trump's personal doctor and has done worldwide talks about, you know, this is pretty much almost as effective as HCQ, and you can get it over the counter at, at the vitamin shop. Um, let me see what else I can cover. And what was notes. that again? What, what's the name of it? So it's from Dr. Zelenko, Z E L E N K O, and he's been in a bunch of the uh, medical freedom shows like Stu Peters and. Um, what what is it? Uh, but I mean, if you just type his name on even YouTube or BitChute, Rumble, he should come up. Um, and what was his name again? Spell it again. Zelenko, Z E L E N K O. It's called the Zelenko Protocol. Okay, good. Thank you very much. 
Yeah. Um. Oh, I guess we could go back to uh, what Derek was going off on, where um, the, the love energy and the heart energy, and there was some kind of a quote paraphrasing that the longest journey <clears throat> some have to take is from head to heart. So I've taken this modality, a uh, consciousness technology called Matrix Energetics, which is actually founded near Seattle, and, and the guy still lives up there. And they recommended doing an exercise of moving your awareness from your head to heart. So like you imagine a man in an elevator in your head and like going down to the next floor, which is the heart area. Um, I have another approach, but from there you can do an, a visual expansion, and then it's really a good way of grounding and um, – getting rebalanced like real quick um i do that sometimes like in traffic and it's just a good way of resetting and from there like you can go back to what barbara manessa said last year of, of uh her being the shungite whisperer having the victory mindset of uh taking the love field from there and um <clears throat> giving it more of an abundance from source energy so um i think derek had recommended if you're going to wear a shungite to wear it over your heart center and that'll help the expansion and stabilization of it i don't know if uh, you guys can expand on that i'm actually glad you brought that back up and uh in some circles that the moving energy from your heart to your head that you're talking about um for the individual up here in seattle for those that maybe missed previous shows we have talked about it before it's called well again lots of things are called lots of different you know come by different names what's called heart brain coherence and then Another way is, you know, on YouTube, you can type in Greg Braden or Dr. Joe Dispenza, and they have some videos on it as well. Um, it's like any of these modalities. There's lots of ways of describing it. Uh, I'm going to check into the one you were just talking about, Mark, as well. But, yeah, just putting focus or energy on your heart, and that means thinking about it. That's enough. and Or you can sit there and tap it if you really want to to keep your, your physical attention on it as well. So it's just kind of a focus tool, um, tapping on it. But really, just focusing on your heart and then your brain, that's it. It moves the energies. There's always add-ons and ways to expand into it with your breathing, your environment, your focus, and this, that, and the other. But really, to start, just think about it. I want, I want energy from my heart to my brain. That thought alone starts the process. And then you can always hone it down to your own um, you know, meditation or movement or get into the heart-brain coherence um, you know, modalities and things. But no, I'm glad you mentioned that, Mark. Um, and then having that shungite, like you said, a pendant around your neck or heart chakra, same thing with pendulums and whatnot. They're all energy tools. So maybe using those tools around your heart chakra, uh, which is also where we exist as an entity, if you're talking about in the vehicle, in the car, the body, you know, you're in that toroidal, not in your cholesterol sac, we call the brain. You're in that heart field. You're in your heart. Um, and that's why often especially people listening to the show, they're called empaths or empathic, that big welling up sensation that sometimes can turn into tears or you don't know what's going on, just energy. Well, it's a love energy. And then it's just for you to learn how to channel it or choose to channel it up to your head. And you can use that same energy to activate your third eye or pineal gland and lots of uses for it. So I'm just actually glad you mentioned it. Did you have an add on Nancy you wanted to say? <clears throat> no, <laughs> I'm good. I'm trying. I'm trying to post that we got another show. It's going to be Chronicles today, not Metaphysical Perspective. Um, so I just was doing that, and you see, it caught me on, on guard. <laughs> I 
going to say that. Call you on that. Yeah. <laughs> we only have a couple few minutes left anyway. Yeah, there is another Metaphysical Perspectives um, podcast next week um, coming up at, you know, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, but that'll be next week. And we're looking to get some guests on that as well. Uh, if you don't, if you two don't mind, I'd like to make just a couple quick announcements now that we're getting down short on the show um, regarding for those that are local here, um, we we are starting metaphysical slash psychic fairs here in the Mystical Wear store located in Mount Vernon, Washington. And the first one is, and all this information is on our website, mysticalwares.com. Um, and we are going to get video of a lot of it and, and maybe do some interviews and recordings during the, the show, which is why it's it's then, you know, good to mention during these these shows as well for the greater audience because a lot of that stuff will find its way online but those fairs are starting the second and third of october so i don't know a week and a half or so and we're going to have them year round and we're opening them up to uh, local vendors and, and different energy workers so we can all expand and share our understandings and and everybody um you know become more together so those are happiness wanted to kind of point that out yeah i wanted to add to that um in your last medical metaphysical perspective show uh julissa mentioned an important thing of um trying to have kids wear shungai the necklace or wherever that it doesn't stay because they're always so active and that the s4 buttons is what makes things work and, and stay so i just bought some highly recommend everybody buy some since all of these kids have to wear a mask which is child torture to me um and, and just irreversible damage but the s4 buttons on them will definitely help big time. Uh, Derek, if you could do a quick uh, promo mm -hmm. on that. No, sure. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned it. When he's talking buttons, he's, he's exactly what he's saying, buttons. So little little buttons for your clothing. So it's just another way of getting those things integrated, Shungite, and there are the S4, so the silver Shungite powder blend or mixture poured into a resin into molds. So you pop out these little buttons. And we've got a couple of new animal totems coming online too, like little turtles a new little bear or something like that but the buttons are a good idea so that you can actually stitch the buttons because yes they have the holes in them already either two or four holes depending on the size and we sell them in little packs of i don't know 10 or a dozen or so at a time um on the mysticalwares.com website and then you can just stitch these into your own clothing and they don't even have to be a button that you use although they can be you can stitch them on the inside of, of the, the seam of your pants or a backpack of your kids. That way it doesn't get lost. So some people have hooked on the cat and dog pendants or keychains, and we have new ones of those as well, little paw prints and stuff like that. Well, but those can get caught on things or torn, or maybe the younger kids don't like them. Again, you can then get these buttons that Mark mentioned and, and sew them in your own bean hats. Go ahead. We have, we have to hang up here. <laughs> Say good night or good day. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, everybody.